Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. I feel like God is really, really moving right now across the whole world. And I feel like a lot of you are hearing things from the Lord. Um, I think some of you are having more dreams. Some of you are having more visions and he's speaking to us in ways that he never has before. There's just such an increase. Um, And today I'm going to actually be sharing some of the things that he's just been showing me and hurt um, parts of ourself that we don't always recognize and know that it's there. Um, And because I've been kind of leaning in more, I feel like I'm hearing from him in different ways. And so as you're listening to this episode today, my prayer is that you can have an increase of hearing and knowing what God is doing in your life and through your life. So let's pray. Holy Spirit, we just welcome you here right now. I pray that you are with the listeners wherever they are at. God, we just bind up all heaviness all anxiety, all trauma right now in the name of Jesus. Any issues that the listeners have with their loved ones, Lord, we pray that you give them heavenly perspective on those situations. And we just pray for your grace for them to move through situations that they feel like it's a mountain in front of them. And I pray, God, that you guide them in this episode today, that there's just a softening of their heart and their soul to be able to receive what it is that you have for them today and that there is deep healing that takes place so we can be your church. We can magnify you, God, that you can get all the glory. And we just say all these things, Lord, in your name. Amen. So last week, the episode that I did was called The Power of and truth of healthy boundaries. I've actually done an episode on healthy boundaries before, um, but I had a friend that said, I'd love for you to dive more into healthy boundaries. Um, And I did that. And I think as I kind of keep doing these episodes, the Lord keeps revealing more about what it is that we need to unlock healing and to actually walk in his glory and to be his church and to be healed. Um, and even just for me and recognizing that we're, we're actually really not very healed. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I, do, I don't mean that to shame any of us, but I'm saying that for me too. Um, and that I've really come to be in this place of just like, have your way, Lord, you know, have your way, whatever it is that you want. Shh. Like I've, I give you my body, I give you my heart, I give you my soul, do what you wish. And I'm in this, just like this surrender to the Lord for him to show me things in me that do need transformation, for him to show things in me that need healing. And I, the more I know about the kingdom, the more I have that position instead of this position of like, I'm good, I'm a therapist, you know, I've been ordained. I own a business. Like I don't need healing. I'm good. I don't time for that. 
So when we have that attitude where we don't have time to get healed or we don't have time to ask the Lord what needs to get worked on in us, we actually end up making things worse for ourselves in the long run. And I'm saying this because I've done this myself where one of my weaknesses is where I can get discouraged by not hearing like affirmation or confirmation from someone or like I will have a fear of man and wanting other people to please me versus just having a healthy fear of the Lord, which is what he wants us to have. And so even in that, just asking the Lord, reveal in me what needs to get pruned. Talks about that in John 15, taking away the dead branches. So I'm going to be vulnerable here and I'm going to share with you an encounter that I had in church um, and what the Lord showed me. And I felt like God wanted me to release this to you so that you can get encouragement and get healing in places where maybe you didn't know needed healing. So what was happening for me is um, what I noticed is my husband actually came to me and we were talking about something. And as we were talking, I got triggered. Okay. And what triggered, what getting triggered is, is where someone says something in you and you have a heightened emotional response to it. And it's not a really, it's not really a very healthy response because you might respond and you might get snappy at someone, or you might get anxious, or you might feel more depressed or more down. So the, the emotion that you feel from that trigger is actually not a healthy one. So that's what being triggered is. And a lot of times it's from a flashback from something. It's, um, they said something that reminds you of something that happened before. And so you kind of feel like you're in this unsafe place. Like I'm not okay. I'm being attacked in that moment. And granted I was not being attacked, but I did get triggered and I noticed something. And what I said out loud to my husband was there's a part of me that's struggling to trust. And so I said this, there's a part of me this then went with me when we went to church. Thankfully, we were going to church. And in the middle of worship, I started to feel what it's like to be a little kid who has a parent that they love and adore and want all this attention from them. But the parent is either too busy, they're too distracted, or maybe the parent is taking more time drinking or taking more time with their friends or taking more time at work. There's something that the parent is doing that is taking away from showing that child love, which is what we all want. And so when the child then reaches out for love and the parent doesn't respond safely, then the parent responds safely, then the parent doesn't. There's this inconsistency of the roller coaster of how the parent responds. They're not available, then they are, then they respond okay, then they don't respond okay. And what happens is there becomes this like hypervigilant response that can create a scattered and disorganized attachment. And so what happens is then we then get this lack of ability to function well with others as an adult. So I'm explaining to you what I noticed and what it felt like as a kid. And I'm explaining myself. This is what the Lord was showing me because I was feeling scattered. I was feeling disorganized because I recognized this little part of me. It was this little girl part of myself that felt kind of scattered and disorganized. Like there isn't consistency with the love and the attachment that I was receiving. Okay. And what happens is when you have experienced hurt or harm where it's more, I'm explaining disorganized attachment. If we go a 
bigger level where there's trauma and there's abuse, where there's an actual perpetrator that causes even maybe PTSD. You can struggle with trust with other people who show you consistent trust, show you consistent love. Maybe once in a while they're not perfect, but because of the trauma and the memory that you have, your lack of trust can decrease. And so then you can have a disorganized and scattered attachment even when people are being kind to you. So here's the kind of the revelation that I got that even if you are in a good situation and you have supportive people around you, if you had trauma or disorganized attachment or or inconsistent attachment as a child and you're getting triggered with your relationships, there could be trauma from your past that needs to get healed. And when I say a part of you, what I want you to do is to think about the part of you that actually still is holding on to the trauma. Because what I then saw for me, as after I saw this, is I said, okay, God, if I'm struggling with this, this little girl part of myself, what do I do? And I said, what else is there for me? Who else am I? And I, boom, 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 I saw little pieces of me. I saw a part of me that is the mom, Heidi, and I just loved her. She's amazing. (laughs) She's a good mom. She's so patient. She's so kind. I love this Heidi. And then I saw the therapist, Heidi, and I'm like, she's good. She's smart. (laughs) She's smart. Sometimes I like her. Sometimes I don't. Okay. And then I saw a ministry, Heidi, who sometimes I can be a little intimidated by because I feel like she kind of says and does things that I don't understand. Um, But she was there. So it's like these three selves of, of myself that were basically huddled around my little girl self. And guess what? There's another self there. And this is called the protector self. The protector self is who comes alongside and protects the little part that cannot speak for their self. And in the therapy world, we call this IFS, internal family systems. It is a form of therapy that's used with um, many, many different therapists will, therapists will use this and they, um, they call this protector part. We have firefighters, we have all these different parts of ourselves. And just for the sake of this podcast right now, I'm just going to use kind of what showed up for me um, because I don't want to release anything more than I don't know will actually be helpful for you. So as you're listening to me, what I want you to do is I want you to think about the parts of yourselves that the Holy Spirit is showing you. Who are you? What are those parts of selves that you feel showing up? And as I was there, though, these parts of selves were actually worshiping Jesus. And so in front of us was Jesus and the comforting parts of myself, you know, the mom, the therapist, the ministry, the, the part that loves Jesus was protecting the protector and the child self, but actually putting them the closest to Jesus. And all of us were worshiping him. And that's all I could do was just hold my hands up and just say, God, I just worship you. I don't know what you're doing right now. I don't have any analysis of why you're doing this. But I trust you. And I trust that you are showing me what you want to show me. See, this little girl part still has some wounds 
that she didn't feel enough. She didn't feel heard. She didn't feel seen. She didn't feel safe. Because in the midst of prayer, when my husband put his arm around me, that little girl, she didn't feel very safe. Even though this is wonderful that my husband's being amazing and putting his arm around me, that's not my husband's problem. I can share it with him and I can talk about it with him. But I need to bring that to the Lord. And I think sometimes what happens is we have trauma and triggers like this from the past that we then bring into our other relationships and it becomes their problem because a lot of people are codependent and they take it on. And there's like, oh, I want you to be okay. What did I do? What did I not do? Ah. And then we get all confused trying to please our loved ones. And when we aren't able to kind of really lay it all down to the Lord, we, and again, I'm not wanting you to like take responsibility like you're, it's your fault. It's not that. I'm wanting to you to be empowered that what the Lord reveals he will heal and things don't need to be long and, long and drawn out and difficult in our relationships. So as these parts were worshiping the Lord, I was really just letting go and I realized like the Lord was showing me that my protector part and my little girl part were holding on and were struggling to trust. I did a TikTok on this where I was talking about that um, Proverbs 3, I think it's 4, 4 through 5 or 5 through 6, where it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not in your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will lead your path straight. That in this as a therapist, I will analyze that verse, that people who have struggled with any sort of attachment wounds We'll have a hard time even trusting the Lord. And so we need to heal the wounds that we have as little kids or little parts of ourselves that didn't get what they needed. We need them to come to the Lord. We need them to be in front of Jesus so that they can be seen. And if you need to have some other parts of yourselves to help and come up with that part because maybe you're afraid, just do that. But as I did that, I started to experience some healing that only could come from God's presence and could only come from just being with him and knowing who I was and knowing that I was loved. See, I wasn't trying to do any therapeutic tactic in that moment. I was just worshiping the Lord. I was just saying, I praise you, Jesus. I know that you're God and I am not. And so what I want you to do right now is I want you to just see Jesus in front of you. And if you can, if you're in a place where you can, I want you to just raise your hands. And it, this is just a posture to say, I surrender to you, God. If you're in the car, maybe raise one hand, <laughs> keep one on the steering wheel. If you're working out, just do one little, woo, Jesus, you know, like at least it's just kind of a, a it's a, an act. It's a prophetic act to say, okay, I'm just shifting my mindset to say, I'm surrendering my life and my hurt and my pain to you. And I'm saying, I trust you, God. And see, when you do this, you don't need to understand it. I remember when I first started learning about worship and I would see these people just like, well, you know, using flags and they're raising their hands. And I'm like, how are they doing this so freely? There was a desire in me to want to be that free. There was a desire in me to want to be able to know what it was like to actually worship the Lord with all my heart and my soul. And the reason why that desire was in my heart is because Jesus is in me. 
And it's the same with you. And so even if some of you are listening, you're like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if I want to do this. I want you to just take a step over that question because in Psalms, and somewhere in the Psalms, it says that the, that, um, the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. And so where we praise him, he inhabits, which means he lives. And so I want you to see all of the parts of yourselves, the broken parts, the hurt selves, the teenage selves, the married selves, the self that may be cheated, the self that may be lied, the self that may be stole, the self that struggles with addiction. I want all of those selves, all of those selves to go and just worship the Lord. And I want you to see every single part of yourself just going and just surrendering, just putting your hands up. And we just say, God, we just, we worship you. We praise you. We give you every single part of ourself. We don't understand it with our brain, but we understand what the Bible says. And we surrender and submit to you what the Bible says that you created each of us in our mother's womb and that you have plans for every single one of us. And so we thank you that you can heal us, that whatever you reveal, you can heal. So right now, as we are in this place of praising you and you are inhabiting our praises, I ask, Lord, that you heal your people. You heal the little parts. You heal the addictions. You heal the hurt parts of our heart and our mind and our soul where we were broken, where there was inconsistent attachment. And so we just break those attachment wounds right now in the name of Jesus. We just pray for your presence to just come in and align us with you, align us with the vision of who you are. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I'm going to just read Psalm 67. Forgive the noise of the page. I'm actually turning a page of an actual Bible, which I know a lot of us, we use apps. And Psalm 67, it says, that may God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us. That your way may be known on earth. That your saving power among all the nations let the peoples praise you, oh God. Let all the people praise you. So that is exactly what we're doing. We're praising the Lord and we're worshiping him. But as this happens, our trauma, our face, our stuff fades away. And the Lord God, Jesus Christ, who who created everything, the God of this universe, his face shines upon us and we become like our maker. We're not our trauma anymore. We're not the attachment wounds. We're not the lies. We become who made us. And then as we become who made us and we become just like Jesus, we then can release his glory into the world. People can know who they are. They can feel his love. We thank you.
Thank you, Jesus. We can release his glory by being, by being him to other people. We can then be encouraging, be loving, because we're not so wounded. And Ezekiel 44, 4 says that the glory of the Lord filled the temple of the Lord. His glory is in us shining to the rest of the world. We are vessels of his glory, but we can't do that if we're so wounded and we have little parts of ourselves like I have that are not able to go and surrender to the Lord. So we thank you, Jesus, for healing us. We thank you. We thank you for loving our praises and loving us that we're your little kids. We thank you for the honor of being your mighty vessels. We thank you for complete healing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And so I pray you, you continue to release and praise the Lord. You release to him the things that you don't want to hold on to and you continue to praise him throughout your day, throughout your week, and that he reveals more to you, not necessarily all the healing stuff, but the things in you that he made you to be. So we thank you for eyes to hear, for eyes to see and ears to hear as you bless your people this week. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.